telling you my problems, meditating my silence. But I keep pushing my pen, rotating my stylus. Brokenness feeling like sin, now no breath, low dollar. Used to be left on red, now all the girls go holler. Now all the girls go follow. All the fake fans gon' pile up. I need peace to borrow, get that shit right back tomorrow. Somehow all the fans go bravo, smile so much to hide my sorrow. Faith is shaky in Verado. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Up in Flames. As always, I am your host, Mo Murphy. And with me, I got two guests in the building. I got my guy, Chris LeBron, host of the Off the Ball podcast, co-host of the Get a Bucket podcast, and more importantly, the president of the Off the Ball Network. Chris, what's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. Just won a championship with the Knicks in 2K last night. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, man. Then I got my guy, man. I got my guy. It's been a minute. You ain't been on Up in Flames in a while. You know what I'm saying? I think the last time we really talked, I was on your show yeah. uh, during the football season with you and that. But it was only right. You know what I'm saying? You had some time. My guy Jelani, co-host of What the Game Means to Me. What's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. Appreciate you having me on. Always, you know, always a pleasure speaking, you know, with you two gentlemen. Um, and like I said, I know we're going to have a fun show today. So, ready to get into it. Yeah, 100%. So it's All-Star Weekend. It's All-Star Sunday is when this is being recorded. You may listen to it later today. You might listen to it uh, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but we are recording this pre-All-Star game. So we had a All-Star Saturday night happen. Um, I think some good things happened, some bad things happened. <laughs> like some, just the typical All-Star Saturday night, bro. Like <clears throat> Certain events are exciting, bro. Certain events aren't. Um, every once in a while, somebody will come through, sweep it, pick up the pace on an event, the dunk contest or whatever. Um, before we talk about the dunk contest, let's talk about, to me, the, the best event of the night. And it was after the three-point contest that, shout out to Damian Lillard for winning another three-point contest. Um, Steph and Sabrina, mano y mano for the three-point championship. You know, best shooter in the NBA, best shooter in the WNBA, mano y mano. And it, I was impressed. And I don't mean impressed like I'm shocked that Sabrina can shoot like that. But, like, bro, there was a lot of pressure on her. Like, Steph just had to walk out there and shoot the ball. And he been doing this. He been in season. You know what I'm saying? He been in practice, da-da-da. But all he had to do was walk out there and shoot the ball. And he knew that. Because he felt like if I just walk out there and shoot this ball like I've done time and time again, there's nobody else that can just walk out there and shoot the ball better than me. So there's no pressure on his end. For her, there, I think she, I, if I was in her predicament, if I was a female in that predicament, I would have felt the pressure of like, you know what I'm saying? Every woman in the world to say like we belong and, and to be the example. And that's what she was. And she showed up. Sabrina showed up. And showed out. So, like, Chris, what did you think? Like, like, what did you think about that event? Because I thought that event was special. I thought that I was that was probably the best event of the of, of last night's festivities. Uh, like you said, a lot of pressure on her, and maybe not warranted because if you really know basketball, you know she could hoop, and there's a lot of female. Well, we know the conversation behind it. Well, we know we know it was deeper and all that. So there was a lot of pressure behind behind her performance and how she, because if she 
if she would have put up eight an eight spot or something like that or airballed some things, you know what would have happened and all that. So she showed out and put out a good performance. So that was good and all that. It just showcased how oh, good she shot from the NBA line. Yeah, and she shot a regular NBA three. Like, it too. Like it wasn't a struggle. Since that she didn't shy away from like, okay, I'm gonna do the WNBA line, and she could have. Like if she did, that's cool. Like that would have been understandable. But like she's like, nah, I do this. Yeah, walked out yeah, there exactly. and shot like I do this. You know what I'm saying? There was never. Now I don't even remember a shot going off her wrist, off the fingertips that I thought wasn't going in. Like. So she knew she could do it, and she did it. Like, at the end of the day, bro, let's put this in perspective. You put her up against the greatest shooter of all time. She put up 26. You put her up in that same score. She tied some of the best shooters in the league. Yep. Aren't named Steph Curry. She was going to face off in an elimination round to try and go to the championship against the other guys that some of those guys we consider the best shooters in the league. Some of, if not the other best shooters in the league. Dame is one of the best shooters in the league, and she would have went mano a mano in the championship with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I suggest? I have a suggestion. The only thing, you know, the only thing she could have did, and I think then it would have been unfair, is she could have used the twenty nine point five instead of a twenty eight point five. Yeah, that's not that, that's not her ball. Like she ain't never. That's not her bag. They they don't at any level. They don't play with the twenty nine point five. So it's like anybody who was upset about it, like you know, what I'm saying, oh, she shot with a girl. Yes, she shot with her regulation ball as a professional woman basketball player. It wasn't some high school girl off the street that you was trying to discredit, but if they play in professor, they play. That is a professionally regulated woman's basketball, bro. And she compromised. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to shoot with an NBA ball, but I'm going to shoot from NBA range. I'm going to put up 26, and I'm going to match the score of your best shooters in the league. Yo, Damian Lillard, Joe Trey Young, Joe Carl Anthony Towns. I'm matching the score with them. Yeah. I, yeah. I was impressed, bro. Like, yeah. and it's not that I don't think she can shoot. It's just impressive that, bro, she stepped up on that stage and, and who could have did it better? Yeah. Nah, she was you like, know what I think? Like, who did it better? I have a suggestion that they maybe, and I'm interested to hear what you guys think. So, to incorporate the women's game so we can get them showcased more. So they can get more love and, and people can understand how good they are. Add them in the three-point contest. So do like a bracket. Do the Next. do four women, four men. Whoever wins the four men, the winner of the four men, the winner of the four women, they go head to head and they go at it. And then instead of just having like this showcase like this, mm-hmm. say it's Steph Curry versus you know whoever. And they go out and they win it with three point yeah. contest. I mean, incorporate the women's game. Let so me tell you, yeah. how good some of these I, girls I, are. I got a better idea. Four teams of four. Eight NBA players, eight WNBA players. Four teams of four. Two NBA players, two WNBA players on each team. Everybody goes around once. That's one round. The winner, so all four teams go. The winner. Those two teams see each other in the championship. But like one round, the round is everybody go around once. So all four of your players go around. I think that would be better. Now you got two men, two women on both teams. The the, the team wise is even playing field. I mean, I know some people are better shooters than other, but I mean, that's what happens when you put eight guys in the three point contest anyway. Mm-hmm. Not everybody up there. So I think I think you take eight men, eight women, bro. Mix the teams, team of four teams of four, bro, and let them go at it yeah. in a three point contest. 
with whatever like, they do this in season so like i don't want to do like like they're not in season so like have all women's team, all women's team or you know like like just they're not in season yeah. you basically asking them to come off of workouts and off season to be competitive and like i think they could be competitive shooting the ball like i would say the same thing for the men like coming off the street bro like you know what I'm saying? It's it's a little bit different. Like you understand the guys that don't play in the Drew League because they're like, bro, yeah, I can't just come off the street and run up and down this court right now. And it's at this point in the off season. But like I think, you know what I'm saying? They know a month in advance that who's finna be in it. Like they can get ready. They'll get in the gym. They'll shoot around. They be in the gym anyway. Like it ain't like they don't work out in the off season. So I think you could do something like that. But I just thought it was cool to see, and she really like held it down. Yeah. Like, I almost wish, like, she could have just been a participant in the three-point contest. Facts. And that's what I'm saying. Whatever they decide to do, they need to they need to continue to do something like this and incorporate the women's game because outside of just that, like, it does bring a little bit more eyes. Like, you know, I'm sure, obviously, we, you know, we locked in. We know, you know, WNBA, NBA, but there's people, obviously, there's a NBA you know, crowd that does not watch NBA or WNBA doesn't care about the WNBA. And obviously, just be yeah, and clowning. So it'd be a good way, obviously, just to kind of incorporate. Like, oh, okay, oh, she can shoot. So let me ask you this though, because I was thinking about this earlier today, just sitting there, in my own thoughts. Sabrina don't exist, right? Like, let's say she not, she's not a factor, but the rest of the WNBA is as constructed. Everybody is who they are. Not if she wasn't there, who would be the star? Everybody is. They have their stardom as is. Sabrina gone. Do anybody else get that opportunity? This sh- this should be no. that uh, no. no. she does it only because yeah, because she's you know she's known. You know why? Some of the better women are like her. AJ is like yeah. a more like a post player, right? Yeah. You know what? But even still. Like okay, shooters. It's just like they're not the ones. They're not marketable. Like she is. Like yes, own shoes. There you go. There you go. You said exactly what I was getting at. Like she's she's one of the faces of the WNBA. Most of the other ones that can shoot. Yeah, she was affiliated. She's affiliated with the Bryant family. You know what I'm saying? Like she Mm -hmm. was working with Gianna. Like she was really close with Kobe. Like she is all types of marketable and has been since her Oregon days. This ain't no like new newfound stardom. She came out of nowhere all of a sudden was a yeah. friend of Kobe's like, no, this is, you know what I'm saying? Since she's been at Oregon, but the, the whole she's with Nike and has her own shoe. I think it makes mm-hmm. a difference. Like it, it makes the difference of putting her in that. She situation. got a nice shoe too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's been a couple mm-hmm. NBA players that have worn her shoe. Like her shoe ain't no bum shoe. She she kind of came out with like okay. Remember she had the hype of like before Caitlin Clark. We seen it. She had mm-hmm. the hype, but what killed her hype? Some of it was Kobe's passing and yeah. COVID too. So those two things. But and then she had a slow start to her, her WNBA career. Yeah, the injuries. Now there's she, she, yeah, she, she, yeah. she just got to the finals and all, and almost won a chip and all that. So mm-hmm. now she's starting to, and she's in New York, which helps her too. So yeah, so all that and all that. that branding and all that. She's gonna be. The one of the face, she's but she one think of the about it, bro. Me. She got the back. Like, think about how easy it is with the backing of Nike. She was an Oregon duck. Mm-hmm. She signed with Nike. There's no coincidence there. She got the shoe. Like, she got the woman's shoe right now. On lock. And there's a lot of people mad at that too. And, and she I, plays for the New York Liberty. Like, she is in the city of New York with full on affiliations with Nike. If you don't think there was no relationship built between her and Phil Knight. When she was out there dropping 30 a night in Oregon, you're crazy. 
if you don't think like a lot of these Oregon guys don't have ties with Phil Knight, the ballers, the, 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 the women, the men, no matter what, these alumnus that were elite athletes, if you don't think they're linked to Nike, and when you see them with Nike or Jordan at their next endeavor, you don't be surprised because it's just an Oregon tie, bro. Like, and she was the superstar. She was the – she was bigger – it was like the quarterback of Oregon and her. Who was – it was like Marcus Mariota and Sabrina was like the the everything to talk about. So it was like she has that back – and they could be mad, and I get it. Like Asia Wilson is a superstar. You know what I'm saying? I get that there's other superstars, but like, bro, hers was carved out from the beginning. She just had to deliver and, and be great. And play great. She had to deliver. And like last night, she gets an opportunity to deliver. Let's see what this is about. And she makes it happen. I'm with Mike. Somebody's coming to stand. Hold on. Johnny, it might be you. Yeah, I think so. Still doing it? Yeah. It ain't doing it no more. <laughs> we put it in on mute. <laughs> but yeah, not. no, but, but Sabrina, Sabrina is she had she, like one though. Like, she has the star power and all that. So and she 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 and she lived up to the hype. And that was that was a that was a major win for women's now, basketball. But don't this put more pressure on her now though? Like she no, got there's a, enough there's enough pressure on her right now. Just playing this for the more, and all that. Like she she stepped up. She played. She stepped up. She played. Like shot lights out. Basically, so she could have competed with any of the men that was there. You know what I'm saying? So she shot lights out. She now become a star. She got her own shoe. Like, well, I mean, she's been a star, but her stardom increases because she gets more fans doing it on the biggest platform for basketball, which is NBA All Star Weekend. Anybody who's everybody with pressure, you know, who's gonna have pressure is Caitlin. Caitlin's she's gonna have pressure. But, nah, but Sabrina, she's gonna take away that pressure from Sabrina. I might because like Sabrina gonna have to win next year. Like she was just in the championship. Like you ain't got to follow all this up with a championship. You got to follow all this up with a chip, right? Like anybody else who's well, we had, also know who she's going against. Like the, anybody the else, anybody else who's had these kind, this kind of hype and these kind of opportunities. We've said like you got to win. Oh no, hundred percent. But we do Steph know Caitlin is going to come in and take a big chunk of that. There's going to be a lot of focus on her. Focus on her. Season, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of focus on her. Like when it's time to win the championship, because I don't think she's going to be there long enough. Like, I don't think Caitlin Clark finna come to the team and carry him. Now, if she ends up, no. you know, one of these trades end up, she end up on a really stacked team or whatever, okay. But she not, I don't, she not just finna walk into the league and give people 30. Like, right. people think so. I mean, that's cool. Like, oh, I don't know. She I, might. But I don't think that about, like, my thing is, bro, it's not a woman thing to me that I don't think she's going to walk in the league and score. I don't think that about whoever the best player is. She got a clip, though, yeah. man. She got a clip. Okay. I, I've yeah. never seen a clip like that with a female. And she I've, has a clip that is. Right, but I've seen it. But I've that's, seen it. That's a, different. In college, I've seen a clip like that a couple of times. And never. And the, let's not keep it a buck. The sport needs it, too. No. But never <laughs> they need something like someone like that. A couple just be like, I'm gonna college with that. Court, clip. I'm gonna shoot that. <laughs> I never hey, thought the guys, the crazy. couple of guys in college with that clip. I did not think either mm -hmm. of those guys, the two names that come to mind, Jimmer Fredette and Steph Curry. I did mm -hmm. not think either of those dudes was finna walk into the league in year one, give give teams 30 a night. Like 
Well, yeah, but we know the NBA. Let's be real. We know the NBA is a completely different game. It's it's all about your you know but physically I, getting I, mature I, and all I mean, that. WNBA, if you can you can you can dominate from the jump. It's happened. We've seen rookie MVPs as rookies. Like you know, we've seen that happen. It's more likely to happen in WNBA. Now, yeah, just still the learning curve and all that. But yeah, most of them. England gonna come into the league and she might be. She's gonna be all star. Her first, she 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 might have all the accolades yeah. in year one. She's that good. Who what what who defensively is gonna stop her? I, I'm not denying. coming into the league and there's a LeBron James type. I of whatever. said like this no. is like watching her, bro. I'm like you know sometimes, bro. I catch the feeling like man, I know like accolades wise, this you know this a uh, but I'm like bro, this one of the best. Like it's like the Mahomes type thing. Like man, I just know I'm watching one of the best players I've ever seen play this game. At this level, like she's special, man. Kate like I understand, like, 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 real quick. So since we're there, we'll talk about comments made about women because they were both made. It was made by Sabrina and made by Caitlin Clark. I don't think Jay Wills was. People disagree with it heavy, but his he set his standard, and I'm okay with that. He said, "I'm not too mad at that." Yeah, right. He's like, she's a really great player, but like, he's like, I don't put her in that upper echelon. Great, great, because she hasn't won a championship. I'm okay with that. My argument back to that would be, I get that, but the people you named also were at like UConn or NC or Notre Dame. But I think he's saying that because a dominant female basketball player essentially has won a championship, right? Essentially, yeah, all the ones we can think of. Yeah, I think he's saying that because they've. I get what he's saying. Women's basketball player usually win a championship. Because Brianna Stewart won four. I get it. And Asia Wilson, but but look, they won. At the premier brands, oh, I, I Iowa is, Caitlin Clark is Iowa. It's Iowa, yeah. Caitlin Clark is the black. Because if you actually watch that team like last year when everybody's watching, you actually realize, hey man, she don't got much talent mm-hmm. around her. Yeah. <laughs> Clark is like Iowa. Like you saw LSU and they got a bunch of like hoopers, and then you yeah, saw yeah. oh, like, Iowa, like LSU yeah, got okay. ballers, Louisville had ballers, Louisville had hoopers. Got ballers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't see, like, you don't think, like. I don't know, man. Like, Kate, she's great, but I get like you, you're not gonna win the championship. It's still a team sport, yeah. <laughs> like, just think about how great she is that we're talking about. Her, if she doesn't win a championship, she's U- not a great player. Like, player. that's how yeah. far along we've come, which is a good thing because it's like, oh, now we're focusing on women's. We're like, oh, it's not about UConn all the time winning a thousand games mm-hmm. in a row or Tennessee. We're talking about Iowa basketball, Iowa. and if if this girl is that great. That we're talking about if, if she doesn't win a championship, she's not great in college. When it really like if we wouldn't be doing this that much in, in college, but we'd be like, all right, they only got so many amount of years. It's what they yeah. do in the pros and all that. We wouldn't really care if they don't win a championship. We're talking about if she's doing a championship, oh, is she really that good? No, but like, I'm, I'm gonna be it's honest, come a long way, and that's a good thing that we're talking about that. I mean, when you talk about like Stewie one for one. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a there's a couple females now that they got, too. I mean, Diana, they got some hardware, so it's like I get like that. If championship is the standard, my only rebuttal to that is like UConn. Like you, you talking about? She's not at a powerhouse, yeah. Right. yeah. If you're saying it that way, yeah. You want to yeah. say Asia Wilson? You talking about South Carolina and Dawn Staley? Like you want to say Candace Parker, but like you talking about Pat Summit in Tennessee. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's only really about- been like three programs probably since like 2000s when we really cared about like what mm-hmm. we really watched women's basketball, like Tennessee. But even still, know, like UConn, Duke, South Carolina, Duke and North Carolina women's held they wait to like 
Like they they, they were there a little bit. They had a little run. Duke, oh, no, Duke like, women's they, basketball got this one girl that could dunk. I know that, and she's coming. But their in brand, year. their brand held enough. Like they held enough off the men's basketball that like, and they would be ranked. They would be good. Like so, those teams were still good. Like that they could hold on to the brand of like, man, it's Duke though. Like yeah. only women's basketball team is good. It's Duke, bro. Like what you think? They they bleed basketball over there. Oh, North Carolina women's team good. Yeah, I mean, look at their men's team. Like that's what they do over there. They play, like they UConn. play basketball. <laughs> Yeah, like you got this team won championships and the women is winning like six in a row. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like you're like, okay, UConn, they got a probably the greatest head coach of all time. And like that's what they do, man. They play ball over there. They they men's team good. They win championships here and there. They they women's team go on dominant runs. They got the greatest head coach of all time. Like that's what they do over there. But like you don't attach that with Iowa. Like I was oh. football. Like it's man, they play football. They play defense and don't score points. That's what they do. Over there. I think it's not good for Iowa because we know <laughs> Iowa football for being a basketball like, team every every couple of years be good. Yeah, for, they have moments. Yeah. They have moments. You get a player guys. every couple of years that by like his they had Luca Garza a few years ago. Yeah, died, Luka. like his junior senior year, he'll be like a really right. good guy in the Big Ten type stuff. I think they're like four year players that like are solid. Yeah, but they're never they'll never be like a yeah. they'll never be like good in the pros where Caitlin is like. Oh no, she's that she's that girl in college, and she's gonna be the number one pick, and she might be the next a generational star in the WNBA. She might actually be the one player that could truly get the WNBA to the popularity that it should be, you know, oh, yeah. because that's what they're needing. They need that star, and mm-hmm. and then we throw to Sabrina because she had the backing of Kobe, but then Kobe passed away, so it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of that her star kind of faded away because Kobe mm-hmm. wasn't there. Now she's starting to get it because this helped her a lot, especially last yeah. night and her getting to the championship last year. And she showed Kay- Caitlin mm. is going to take it to the next level, and which is going to help Sabrina, AJ, all the girls that have been mm. fighting and clawing to get that recognition. Caitlin is the one that could get them to that top because if she's if she's what she is in college in the pros, yeah, that's going to do the league so much. They need Caitlin. Caitlin is what's going to help the WA but either. They- Either be get is, to that next level or just stay where they're at. So but the thing is, right her. here's my thing though, and here's my thing, and I think this ain't on the women like the players. This on the WNBA like the executives and stuff of promoting this because here's the thing: like all these females, like Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson, these women ballers, watch them in college. Like you, you paid attention to the women's tournament to right, watch Washington too. Another pro good program like this, where Kelsey like, came from. You went, you went, and like you paid attention to them. You paid attention to them. Like I'm gonna go watch Kelsey Plum and Asia, but then like, and they were such stars for like four years. Like they were stars for four years at their universities, and then they go to the WNBA, and like you don't even hear about them. But like the game is being played. You know they're being played, but the marketability about it is like they go from being these big time superstars. Like some of these, I, I feel bad for some of the older players. Because of the money that they got shafted out of. Oh yeah. Like just imagine Candace Parker in college, bro. NIL. Come on, man. Diana Taurasi. Yeah, because NIL, bro. Sheldon Williams, but maybe Maya Moore. Yes, yeah, Maya Moore. Maya Moore getting a Maya bag Moore. in college. Are you serious? And she don't have to transfer. She's just gonna keep up in the price because UConn gonna be the type of school they just gonna pay. Tennessee with Pat Summit would have paid whatever it costs to keep Candace Parker there all four years. They was not going, but I don't know if it the, the women's game would have that much movement as the men. Like the the guys feel like they move, 
the minute the minute they don't get playing time, I'm I'm in the transit portal. Or minute, they're not they not asking for millions. They're more loyal than because they're gonna be there four years or whatever. They're school. also that one, and they're also not asking for millions. But at the same time, like when you put a price on, no. I could I think about it with sir. If you're Maya Moore and you balling at UConn, right? Like that's the perfect position. She but nobody bag. ever came to you and said, I give you $500,000 to transfer over here. Like you never thought about transferring because you know you over here for four years, but the possibility of it being legal with no repercussions of somebody walking up to you or people calling your phone and saying, we got 500 K. Hey, we got 250. Well, the last school offered me 500. You know what? We'll up it. We got 750. Get to that. We got to get or whatever. Had. Yeah. You, but like you, it. So you, I would assume UConn would give whatever, but I'm just saying you've never had that situation yeah. where they seem more loyal, of course. But and women, but anyway, like they seem more loyal. Of course, they know they're gonna be there for four years. But in those four years, yeah. they haven't had where now, like the same where you're seeing where these dudes are getting money thrown at them the minute they don't play and they know there's an offer on the table. I think that's the biggest thing is like the minute they're not satisfied, there's already been another school that did tampered with them. So they know, like, man, F this, bro. I could go transfer here. I could just go here and go be the starter. What am I doing here? And they're going to give me a little bag. So, like, you implement that in the women's game, bro. Like, now I think Candace Parker and them become bigger stars because we know money talks behind them. We know what it – we're going to hear about what it costs to man. You got to keep Candace Parker. If you could start hearing about that stuff, we hear about it with quarterbacks now. These coaches are like, man – Quarterbacks cost you three, four million dollars. They flat out say quarterbacks cost you three, four million dollars. These star players yeah. cost you one, two million dollars. So they would have said that by Candace Parker now. So I think that would have changed it too. Like, if I'm an old, that's the only thing I'm hating on is like, man, what you think Caitlin Clark getting? I think <laughs> she's getting, she's getting, it's, she's, getting it's uh, she's getting a mil plus. Yeah, easy. She's the biggest star in college sports. Is she getting a shoe deal before yes. she get yeah. drafted? Sabrina got one essentially. Or the or the no say either day, day or the day of next day. Yeah, but I'm saying she's gonna get one because Kaylin's more popular. But I'm just saying Sabrina went to Oregon. That's my only like Sabrina went to Oregon. So that's the advantage she got. She's the most popular, she's the most popular player. I don't know if it'll be nice, but it'll she get a premier deal, or is she if or do she gotta wait for the premier deal? Like she walk in with a deal from New Balance, but like do she got to step on the court, play for a team, and make sure she's marketable before she go to Nike? She's already marketable. Already marketable, yeah. She's, she's, already marketable. Commercial, she's yeah. the most popular women's basketball player in the world right now. She can't get lost in the sauce going to the WNBA, though. We've seen yeah. this before, now. We've seen yeah. superstars like this before get lost in the sauce. Yeah, but that's different. The men's game is like, different. I'm going to keep it above, bro. There are more egos. Let, let's be honest, bro. Men got more egos than we know. Let, let's just be honest because you know what? This is up at flames, and we can say whatever we want on here. So I'm going to be honest. Bro, Maya Moore is what? Probably on the Mount Rushmore basketball players? WNBA? And cut her, and cut her what, career I mean, short. She she cut, she cut her career short, right? But what's what do you know about Maya Moore right now? What pops up into your head right now? Not basketball. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But Maya Moore is one of the greatest players we've ever seen, and we knew it watching her play. But because of the lack of marketability, the, the first thing that you think of is her post-career situation. And she was judged by it, positive or negative. I don't care. I'm just saying. Because she wasn't, like, it was like the minute she faded away from the game, she faded. There was no, like, real stardom 
carried on with her. And then we heard about the story and it was like, damn, like she walked away from the game for good. You know, like, so what, why, like why Caitlin Clark can't be that same way. Candace Parker was the same type of star, bro. She was the same type of star. She was literally the same. I think type Candace of star. was the biggest star that Maya Moore was. Yeah. I think Candace, yeah, was, Candace was Candace, Candace was Candace was what late late two thousand late two thousands right she was so, and like without okay. social media she was a star yeah Candace everybody everybody a, who knew basketball knew who Candace Parker was she's Candace. one of the biggest stars in the last since two thousand and I know this gonna sound dead wrong to say this and y'all ain't gonna co-sign and y'all gonna be like he said it by himself Kelly Williams messed that up to me there is a difference. Between Candace Parker, like in her Tennessee years, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, they're coming into the WNBA, they came to Clark because, and I said this before, and I'm going to say this again, and y'all don't have to answer it if y'all want to get in trouble. But the factor of why this girl, Caitlin Clark, is not just the biggest women's basketball player in the world right now, but really up there with like the LeBron and Steph Curry of marketability. A face card ain't Candace Parker's, bro. I already knew you were going there with it. It matters. Her face card ain't Asia Wilson's. I'm going to be honest. I guarantee you they wish the WNBA was like Asia Wilson could shoot like Caitlin Clark. Guaranteed. You turn Asia Wilson into a superstar so quick. Kyler Diggins. You know what I mean? Kyler Diggins now. Like, that's what I'm saying. Everybody loves Kyler Diggins. Kyler became a star, bro. Her face card was good. Like, and I'm just, that to me, that tells how great Caitlin Clark is, though. Because mm-hmm. she's beyond and about the beyond looks. About yeah. me being like, oh, you're promoting a good look. It ain't about none of that. You know what I'm saying? No this, but she's like, I ain't to buy you Barbie. My, my looks and hooping skills didn't get me here. Just my hooping skills. Ain't the reason now she won a one, don't get me wrong. But her boost of stardom was like people found her attractive. The young cats was talking about her. So, you know, mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark able to, you know what I'm saying, beat the fact that you don't have to be the most attractive woman in the world in order to be a superstar. I know you definitely need that, That's how good she That's good. Like, that's I ain't trying to be, I'm just, it's just, you know, like. Oh, no, no, it's real because that's a yeah, real thing. Especially with women. Yeah. With women, especially, they get judged by their looks and all that. That's mm-hmm. in any profession women do. And for, that's the unfortunate thing. But she's so good at her craft that we, we don't even care about what she looks like. We just care mm-hmm. that, well, did she just hit a half court, almost a half court three pointer? To, uh, break like, the record. Oh, to break the record like in this girl's gonna, face yeah. like she's doing things that we don't see you know we haven't seen in college basketball so we we don't care about what she looked like we just care that's what i say she like, the all-time league scoring record in college basketball and women's college basketball like that's if a female ever told me like man you know it, it's so hard because like you just it, it's harder when you don't look you know when you're not a 10 or a nine or when you don't look elite, it's harder. I'll be like, that's cap. And if she says, How am I like, how is that cap? I'll be like, Caitlin Clark is a superstar. So that's cap. Like, just oh, if it's about looks, no, just be better than everybody else at what you do. Like you said, yeah, yeah. like it, it go the same way about like being too, like, you know, the ones that are built, like, not just if you just, you know, if you at that disadvantage or whatever, like there's somebody who's more promotable, but like, bro, I'm just that much better than everybody. It doesn't. You have no choice but to promote me, regardless of what your agenda is. I'm bigger than that. I am the star. I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to appeal to Hollywood. I don't have to. I'm just the star. I'm the best basketball player in the world. And you know what I'm saying? You kind of gonna treat me as such. 
Like I hate saying that because I know that you could get crucified for saying that, but, uh, but it's, it's true, bro. If we be like, it's just it's true if we being real. It's just how women are perceived nowadays. It's how their looks are. It's like you just go to any Instagram comment, and if you see like an influencer or whoever, and they do something, it's always based off their looks and all that. So it's just the world we live in, and but it's true. But when if you're if that's how good if that's how you know she's good that we don't care about that. We just know that she's a bucket and she's transcending college basketball, you know, and possibly she got on the- a lot of pressure. She got like before we we'll, we'll move off this, but like I just bro, she got a lot of pressure coming into the league, dog. I think she got a lot more pressure yeah. than a lot of people, bro. She like, has the most pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure, bro. Because like, but that's a good thing because drafted, that's good for the league because now you get more eyeballs. Yeah, wherever she get drafted, they money finna go up because everybody like they finna be one of the more. It's going to be the Aces, the Liberty, and whoever Caitlin Clark play for. And I think the Seattle Storm might be up there too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think the Storm. Well, the Fever, Indiana Fever have the number one pick. So they're going to take her, obviously. So, okay. So, yeah, not, yeah. Okay. So you got, you got the Aces, you got the Liberty, and then you're going to have the Fever. That's going to be the next most marketable team. They might be number one, but we know the Aces got, they, they them. Like, they, they got all of the yeah, herds back, in the back, world yeah. over there. And the Liberty got the rest of the all of the hers in the world over there. Now, the, the rest of the hers are spread out, but them two is the biggest group of hers on, on two different teams. So the like, WNBA needs to figure out how to capitalize off this because now their game is it's too many got, stars right now for real. Like it's really too. It's they too got many. a lot of good players. They got two dominant teams. They got one dominant team, and then they got another team in the Liberty who's on the way up. You got a you got a superstar coming into the league. You had uh who's the girl that got drafted last year from South Carolina? I forgot her name, but you know, they got a lot of good things going on. They have to figure a way to capitalize this and how to, to get it to the league to hey, the she next went level. To Indiana, didn't she? Didn't she? Right. Yeah, she was, yeah, so they would have back to back number one picks, Boston. And oh yeah, uh what's I forgot her first name, but ba- yeah, yeah, Boston. She's from South Carolina chick, right? Yeah, so like they have an opportunity to have three teams. That could be your know, like really dominant teams and all that. She was hoping last year too. Yeah. Like, so like the WNBA needs to figure out a way to capitalize this, you know, uh, because they could potentially have, you know, transcending type players in the league, which they haven't had in a while. So they have to figure it, figure it out. Because as their old stars get are officially done and all that, you have to figure a way to build off your new stars. And you, well, but you got to figure it out now because they're they're here. <laughs> Caitlin's yeah. going to be here in a few months. You know, the once because the draft is like right after. It feels like it's right after the 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 national championship. Women's like the draft is right yeah. there, so she's going to be number one pick, and then boom, now you got you know we got to figure it out. So hopefully they can figure it out. Hopefully the NBA can kind of help them system and, and and marketing and all that, so we can get to the game to spread. It's never not going to be what the NBA is. I think that's a weak like that's the. People like try to push that narrative. That's never been what the WNBA is kind of fought for, like getting the same pay as LeBron James and all. The pay is just like, no, we just want equal revenue share. Yeah. That's always been our it's not no, of course everybody wants to get paid with LeBron $50 million, but like, no, they're not arguing to get the same pay as the NBA players. They just want fair market share, market value, you know, from their league. You know, if if the if one team's making a hundred million dollars, we hey. I better be making five million a year, whatever it is. You yeah. know, it's just, that's what they're, they're just fairness, you know, revenue split. That's what they're arguing, not arguing about. Oh, I should be making the same as LeBron James. Like, no, that was never the argument. So people need to stop with that narrative because that was never the case. 
Yeah, but you know, you just hear one thing and get in an uproar. So we move on before we talk about this All Star game. Um, can we get rid of the dunk contest now? No, like, we don't it's, need it. It's bad. You know what's crazy? I watched the um, the G League All Dunk. If you watched the G League Dunk contest, and you would have been more impressed than yeah, I watched it. I saw it because my, my dude Jordan Jackson was in it. He plays for Boston. His mom's a Cheryl Swoops, out of Cheryl Swoops and all that. He was in it. He balled. He he's a he he's been a great dunker since he was at you know in college and all that. But you just see the way they go at it and they just attack it differently. I just don't think these guys care about it as much. It just doesn't have that same pizzazz and all that. The only way it changes is if you get the names. That's the only thing gonna change it, the name out. But the, these guys are too scared because they're afraid that oh man, I'm a, if I lose this dunk contest, gonna help my credit. It's like. No, it's not. It's, it's not just gonna bring more excitement. All Star Weekend used to be a, like the Super Bowl. I used to be able, yo, All Star Game, my house. Everybody come through. We get food, we get drinks, and we chill and we enjoy it. It doesn't have that same pizzazz because we just like we you watched last time in, in a lot of few years. You're like, this this is just background noise for me. I was playing 2K. I wasn't even playing. I was doing my own dunk contest and stuff. I won championship the Knicks. You know, I might want to watch this garbage. No offense. It just wasn't good. Even I had, I had Jacob chopping in the dunk contest, and I just didn't care. I had no, I did not care. Is he on y'all bench, or is he playing for y'all G League team? Because he has y'all. He's, now, he's, a, he's on a two-way. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So he he played. He, he's balled out in some G League games, but he's, on, he's since we got so many injuries, he's up with the big team. But, mm. uh, you know, he's athletic. He's like his brother, though. <laughs> You got the bow legs, you know. You got the the the, the, the deer that the, the baby deer legs. You know they don't know how to use their legs, but they just super athletic. They got weird. They got crazy athletics in that family, but it just doesn't have that same thing, and that's what they're missing. That's what I'm saying. You got to change things up. Get hey, if you're gonna get twelfth man on the NBA team or just a one random dude who's not Jim Brown. We don't consider him a dunker. Like he can, he's athletic, but he's not a dunker. Just get up see G League's dudes. The G League's dude that was show the G League dunk contest. Get the get Jordan Jackson. All these guys in the G League. Hey, just you know what? Let's just get the best dunkers out there and give him give him the spot. Matt McClung has been out dunking these these guys for years already. Yeah. Two years. You let you let him out dunk your NBA players. That's a bad look. First of all, they need to do it. Um, they got all these different shows. Like I don't know if y'all seen. It. I forgot what networks to be on, but it's basically be all them yeah, shows. Yeah, like did the, that right. The street, the the street that, dunkers. Yeah. yeah, the street dunkers. Oh, and, go get the street dudes, bro. Go yeah. get. Go bring the 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 team flight brothers type dudes back. Yeah. Um. The the what's the All white the YouTubers white dude that Jordan Kilgannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did the, uh, the Shaq thing. The, I think the Shaq another cat that got stupid bounce. Uh, name like Bart. Some he, he got bunnies. Like he's a social media dunker. Like man, let them let them put on the show, bro. Yeah. I let these guys that that kind of are social media guys. I mean, we're we're bringing Kais and that out there anyway. Like we're embracing, we're embracing the street five foot two little dude on a chair in the chair. Yeah, we're embracing the streamers and the the Drewskis, the social media guys in commercials, and you got them linking up with NBA. You got a Jimmy Butler and Drewski commercial. Like, there's a lot of merges there, so why not bring these social media street guys? Like, why not host a tryout every you year? Know, you know, who's yeah. to blame for this? Why right? not go like city to city? Pick like five cities. Go coast to coast. Go like Miami. New York, uh, pick a spot in Chicago, Texas. maybe. Maybe go to Miami, LA. New York, Chicago, Houston, LA. There you go. And like, hey, do a you know three days of dunk contests or whatever. 
entries or whatever and, and pick the best dunker. Pick the five best dunkers. Just pick five cities, coast to coast, and pick the best dunker of the coast, bro. Because like, obviously if you do Miami, but like everybody ain't going to be from Miami. It be Orlando and, and sometime probably travel from Georgia. Yeah. Like people going to move and groove. Yeah, that's how it be. Oh, like, you know, just, just find whoever. Whoever the five. It doesn't yeah. matter what demographic. They get, wherever they they're get from. to that spot. Just, just have the five find, things like you said. Just find the but five. You gotta submit. Like you got to submit it. So like you already got to be on social media. You got to be legit because if like a lot of people just show up. And no. like, yeah, well, can, you, you have social media. Just go on social media. Go on Instagram. Submit. Yeah, you got to fill out an application, submit your social media so that they can review it. You either get selected or not. They're going to select maybe, you know what I'm saying, 30, 40 people at each city. Let them battle it out and, and king of the city. Do it like how they used to do your mama on uh, TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, neighborhood. I even started with, with N1 and everything, too. Yeah, same. bro. Go neighborhood to neighborhood, man. Go city to city, coast to coast. And then you pick new areas every year. Stay coast to coast city, but like, hey, instead of LA, we'll do Phoenix or we'll do Vegas. Like, instead of Miami, we'll do Tampa or Jacksonville or Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But you stay in that coast, like stay in those areas and go coast to coast, bro, and just but, do the five best. But this is what happens when LeBron James doesn't do the dunk contest because now everybody be like, "Well, LeBron didn't do it. I don't gotta do it." And y'all gotta stop blaming LeBron. Yeah, it can't no, be no. Bron. I was, no, I no, was, no. I just not, trying to. And I'm not just saying as a LeBron, but because LeBron hasn't had done so it, dunk contest since. Like, because, mm. but LeBron hasn't done it, it gives some of these guys who should be doing it the incentive of well, LeBron didn't do it. I don't gotta do it if you're John Morant, Zion, all that. that but that's how these new guys think, though. That's an unfortunate yeah. thing. These guys think like, oh, the king didn't do it. I don't got to do it's it. It's not a legacy thing no more. And I'm not saying that, like, oh, you became more legendary for, like, we count as dunk contest wins as accolades. But, like, bro, a lot of the all-time greats back in the day won a dunk contest. Everyone mm -hmm. did it. Kobe MJ did it. Unique. Even though Kobe, Kobe won it. Kobe's Kobe. dunk contest win was kind of weak as Kobe was like, a trash dunk contest. But like, you, you won it, though. You remember guys for winning dunk contests, and like these are guys who name whole weight. Like it wasn't just, you know, what I'm saying like well, we still Aaron talk about Gordon, Zach, Levine Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, yeah that you know what I'm saying. Those are secondary names on the team. Like those are third and fourth options on the team. Type yeah, but I'm saying we still talk about that dunk contest, how great it was. Well, because that was one of the greatest dunk contests. That's what I'm saying. Like we still talk about it. So like you yeah, still yeah, have a chance to have your name as a, a legacy, even if it's just dunk contest, but just. You need you need the big name. You need names to people to care. Like this is this closes yeah. out All Star Weekend, and it's always a dud. That's not how you yeah. close out. If that's you the case, you should end it. You should have ended with Steph with Steph like, Curry and Sabrina. If that was, but the you're case. never yeah. gonna get like Aunt Ja Zion to come battle Max. Change it then. then. Change it to the other way we just talked about. Then change it to that way. Then get get these YouTube because you're never gonna. It's like. You you really think they're gonna be able to convince like Aunt Ja and Zion to come like hey come take the crown for Mac McClung like le like let's bring the stars out for this one and, and take the crown that would him. get me in be like yo y'all letting Mac McClung win two back to back dunk contests I mean I think like, <laughs> that's I'm enough for me to be like say what yeah right. I would try and sell right. it but I don't know you could just tweak the dunk contest because I ain't gonna lie bro I don't like when it's come to the dunks bro I don't think people really care who does them. It's just like, is it impressive or not? That's it. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. These, guys, these guys that are around here on Instagram getting 100,000 likes for what they can do on hardwood with a ball in their hands and dunking, like, bro, they should get a little more shine. Make this a special event. Make this something like other people that who don't have an NBA dream but still got crazy athleticism, still could be known, get some type of 
marketing deals. You never know, bro. Like this could put money in people's pockets. Like, cause even of, of those five guys, all of them could get sponsorships at, uh, for somewhere, even somewhere local to be a name and put a little more money in their pocket just for putting on the show. Like just cause you didn't win don't make you not marketable. When you see the talent, some of these guys got like, and they do it around here and get a hundred thousand likes on social media. Why not implement them? We implementing streamers and in social media everywhere else. Like put it in the dunk contest, bro. Let this be a, a celebrity type award. And these guys aren't celebrities. They just impress. Got to change though, because they're can't. just impressive athletically. And it's like, man, let them, let them, let the, a lot of these guys in these areas, bro, put it on display, bro. Like let, let nominate some guys. Get get these guys to compete against each other locally in a region. And then have a chance to compete on the national stage at the biggest weekend. I think if you did that next year, where's All Star Weekend next year? Is it in Vegas? New Orleans? Oh, New it's Orleans. in New Orleans, man. Hey, stop having these yeah. weak ass cities for these. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have a theory. No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Indiana, but it is in New Orleans. That crowd yeah. was weak too, man. That that hurts it too, like because they was no, doing everything. So I have a theory, and everybody gonna be mad at me. I think the All-Star game, I said two at first. I think I think All-Star weekend should only happen in three cities. And it should rotate between these three cities every three years. So you should know that if it happened in, I think it should be Vegas, New York, Orlando. I think New York, because it's New York. No, 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 no. I think no, I don't think you need to put LA. You take care of the West Coast with Vegas. And I'm gonna tell you why. First off, LA starting yeah. to slowly become a war zone and they want to stay away from it as good as possible. One, throwing an all-star weekend in LA would be the worst thing you could do right now in LA. But one, two, you take care of each region, you get your big market in New York, you get your and you get your big market and party weekend in New York, celebrities come out. You get your big market party weekend on the West Coast. The celebrities come out for Vegas. And then I personally went to an all-star weekend in Orlando. They throw, they've done it twice. They throw something special at Disney They where it's it's cheaper to get in. They do the ESPN, Wide World of Sports, whole thing. They they, they deck it out. They, they build stuff. They have, bro, you get to meet, like I met Dwight Howard, all these guys back in the day. All the athletes go to that too. So every three years, you also have somebody who's like, let's say you got a family and you want to go to All-Star Weekend. What's the easiest way to convince somebody to go on a family vacation? Oh, let's go to Disney during All-Star Weekend. Like, boom, now everybody gets satisfied. Yeah, but do, I players, do players want to go to Orlando or they got to go to <laughs> Miami? They don't give a crap about their family with that. They it's won't go your, to Miami. <laughs> Bro, there's no family men in there. Yeah. No, no family. You see 19-year-old kids, they don't want to go to Orlando. Uh, crap about of, they can go to Orlando when they play them. First, of, Miami. first of all, Orlando Miami, Miami. is actually a better party city than Miami. But you not. You have to think about it. We gave y'all Vegas. We gave y'all New York. Orlando is for the fans. Orlando is for the people that that pay. Orlando is the giving fans like low key week though too. No, it's not Orlando fans. When they did it in Orlando, because of the thing that they do at Disney, people travel from all over the country to be there because it's a bigger thing than just the NBA All Star Weekend. They bring all the athletes out. I'm talking about everybody named Mama was out there just walking around. They play, man, you got to play five on five with the Harlem Globetrotters. They set up the NBA All-Star Weekend little thing on the full court. Like, you might be standing in line with a freaking NFL player waiting to get on a ride. Like, 
it was that type of thing. Like, bro, they was out and about, but it was the family thing for like, if you're a fan, you get to bring the fan. And it's more of a family experience, which is what they always try and give. They always set it up. They always set it up for, for the, the all-star experience in every city. So why not the best place to do it, which would be in Disney World? Like, if you went to All-Star Weekend in Disney, you would think that, bro. You'd be like, yeah, I see what you're getting at. Like, I get nah, it. I agree. Because the way it was set up, bro. They 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 had eight, nine, and ten-foot goals lined up for people to do dunks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the little kids could get on there and dunk. They had another small one for, like, the real little kids. People would do it. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. It was like. I, it, I don't think they would leave L.A. out of this rotation, to be honest. They probably wouldn't. But I see where we're going with it. You could do you could throw LA and do four so that each city hosts every four years. Kind of like the Olympics. No, uh, yeah, but I, I don't think every city deserves an all-star game. No Atlanta. No Atlanta. That's fine. They 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 be they be met. It would be it honestly be like like you said with like what Chris just said with Miami. Like so I'm fine with it. It don't gotta be here. Yeah, but, we don't know. But but they need to I'm stop. Say, like, you even say Houston? Because they get somewhere in Texas. Yeah, you gotta do Texas too, baby. You can yeah. do Houston. Houston, probably a good one. Houston would oh, be. You, you can't. We can't have like Utah and Cleveland and Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. Like, I'm sorry. We need to stop. Oh, we have to be favorite. Nah, man. Just like, if it wasn't New York being New York City. Like New York City would. Do be you think city. NBA players are, ha- are happy right now? Um. We, so so What's our it? break. No one like our break. We gotta spend in <laughs> Indiana. Where it's cold. If you're gonna be, if it's gonna be cold, you're gonna be. New you want to be in New York or Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cool New York, Chicago. You can still like, be. They'd they be cool with Chicago though. Like Chicago, it, cool yeah, enough. For them. It'd be more like because Chicago's even colder right now than New York. New mm-hmm. York, there's a lot to go on. You don't think about the cold. Chicago, you're still thinking about the cold. New York, there's yeah. too much going on to you think about the cold. So that's why everybody wants to go to New York and all that. So like. Stop giving everybody cities. Well, we have Utah. Nah, man. Make like like I said, do like six cities, and that's your rotation. I guarantee NBA players will like that. Maybe boy, like we gotta go to Indiana. Ugh. Indiana that, is probably the, Indiana is so the city is so small that you can walk around it like three times before the game. It's so small, and then you're <laughs> like, all right, that's it. The city is that small. I've been to Indiana. I've been to the city. It's that small. I remember like, yo, I could walk around New York City for weeks and still not hit every block indiana you could do it three times in a day that's not no NBA players don't want to chill and no disrespect i know it's the basketball state they want to hype that up that nobody that was like 30 years ago man that's, yeah that's i hate when they be that. talking about that. they need to stop bringing that up because they did it with yeah. like they had the document they did like a little sit down with uh isaiah larry bird mm-hmm. and um reggie miller and reggie yeah, miller yeah. it's like Bro, stop, stop gassing up Indiana. That was so long. Like y'all haven't, Indiana hasn't been relevant in basketball. Yeah, y'all don't, y'all don't get the same kids. Y'all, you know, the high school scene. The last, yeah, what's, what's the last good yeah, player man, that came out of there? Indiana basketball college, they suck. Hayward. Yeah, so like, stop it. Stop. Let's stop forcing Indiana. Let's stop Utah. We, nobody was hyped about going to Utah. Last what was it last year? Utah. Nobody was hyped about going to yeah. Utah. But you say New yeah, York. Yeah. You nobody. say New York to <laughs> NBA players. They're like, oh. LA Maybe that helps with the with the competitions too, like you said. Oh, like you could tell, you could tell. Look on the sideline, like when they were showing the sideline during the dunk contest, it was the all stars, and then like, like, like Melo, and then was it? But then it was like the social media guys, the streamers, and the social media famous people. Like, you know, Melo was there with Mero, like you know, what I'm saying his co-host, and he's Melo in basketball, get, hang with his boy Braun, and like Chris Paul. 
guys like that, but it was a lot more like the stars weren't out for, for the NBA. Like the all-stars were there. And then some of the guys that you know are going to be there. But other than that, like the stars were the other celebrities. Like a lot of times, bro, it's like actors, rappers, and ball players. Now it was like rappers, actors, streamers, streamers. YouTubers, Instagram. Do that in New York and you gonna see Denzel popping up. Yeah. You're gonna see Leonardo DiCaprio pop up. Yeah, like you, all the yeah, like you don't have the, the even like the stars weren't out. Like last night was not in Indiana. <laughs> you, got, you got Mike Epps. You trying to fight Shannon Sharp? Like that's not that's not that's happening. In, that's not happening in Vegas. So real quick, real quick before we go, just a quick temperature check because I know Jelani say he about to have to go. So I want to just we'll close it out with this quick temperature check on y'all teams real quick. Jelani, I'll start with you. Yo, Atlanta Hawks, man. Temperature check post-All-Star break. Yeah, man. We're dead. Yeah, temperature dead. Like, I thought, you know, we had a home stand where we played, you know, the West, you know, most of the high, you know, higher-end Western Conference teams. I think it was L.A., Clippers, um, OK, not OKC, my fault, uh, the Suns, and um, one other Western Conference team that's uh, at the top of the, you know, top of the stands at the moment. But, Swept through them. I think we played a close game with the Clippers. Lost by maybe, I think it was like four, even though they should end up winning the game, but they had a bad fourth quarter. That kind of gave me a little bit of hope because obviously a lot of the rumblings, you know, we're going to trade DeJounte. Now all-star break, Trey can't even, you know, chill. We're talking about, you know, K KOC, which if you ever see or hear anything from the Hawks um, about, you know, from K KOC, just know it's already dead in the water that, that shit's not true so he said something about like this offseason um it's for it's a higher chance that they're gonna trade trey um which i mean i don't think it's true but i feel like you know with the way our front office has ran shit for the last few years just trying to build around him and not build around him and kicking out you know premier gms in in place for the team owner's son stuff like that you know you never know what's gonna happen so i personally don't think they're gonna trade him um, and I'm glad they didn't trade DeJounte only because I, I felt like they were fielding offers that it just would have, you know, it would have been almost like a Collins type thing. Like we're just, we're, we're bringing back you know, stuff that doesn't, that wouldn't equivalent to what his value was, or at least for what we gave up, um, not his value at the moment. But yeah, I, I thought that little game, um, those, those few games that we kind of put together, we, we, I think won like maybe five in a row, um, gave us a little bit of hope, but right before All-Star, we're losing to the Chicago Bulls, which... Not a slouch of a team, but they're ninth seed, we're tenth seed, and then losing, getting blown out by the Charlotte Hornets. Um, Trey Mann went absolutely nuts on us, and Trey Matthew, Trey Mann, and Brandon Miller went nuts on us, and we lost by like thirty. So that kind of submitted it for me. I'm like, yeah, it's over with, we're dead. But it sucks because we're in a spot where we're not worse than any of the teams below us. Like Brooklyn, I think is the next closest team to us, and they may be like two, two, like two and a half games out from us, but. Um, so it's like we're really going to be stuck in that Tim seed. Like it's going to be ninth Tim seed. By default, we're going to have to make the playoffs. I'm hoping we lose one of those two play-in games, you know, because this team, they, they love to be in the ninth Tim spot just like last year. We, we win both play-in games. Now we're the eighth seed. Now we're playing the Celtics, um, and we look decent. But, you know, with injuries and stuff, you know, they weren't, they weren't going to pull it out last year regardless. But I just know that's the spot that we're in. We're stuck in ninth, tenth. Um, we're going to be forced to be stuck in ninth, tenth this um, off season, I think we're going to revisit maybe trading DeJounte. But like I said, there's been rumors that we're going to keep DeJounte and get off a tray instead and maybe try to build around DeJounte. All in all, this team is went to shit since we you know, went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I don't know what direction they're thinking about going because 
another year we don't make moves at the deadline so it's like we're again stuck in the water you know just a playing team that really we don't know where we're going so it sucks but i guess i gotta stay along for the ride um but yeah it, it's more than likely we're gonna be playing team probably maybe win one of the games maybe lose the second and then this offseason is gonna be all hell might break loose so we'll see yeah man. <laughs> yeah so real quick chris temperature check on the knicks i think trey Young's gonna get traded too by the way but yeah, I think so. Story. It'll be a late. But uh, the Knicks, you know, before the injuries, everything was looking real good. We had a lot. We have a lot of major injuries, so I think the break was. You know, we needed this break more than ever, and it came at the perfect time. We think we lost like four out of five, and even though we got cheated out of one game, literally got cheated, <laughs> which is crazy. No foul on Yeah, that game was that was wild. And I don't, I don't, I'm not someone to blame refs. I'm not that type of person because I always feel like it goes both ways throughout the whole game. Like you can nitpick on like you know fouls that went your way, but obviously you know how fans are they get. But uh, I think we're good. We're in good shape. You know I'm happy Brunson's an all star. I'm looking forward to seeing them. You know Randall's an all star. He's not playing, but you know like the the OG trade. I thought it was good. I think we needed a reset. I've always liked OG. I think there's a lot of upset. Hopefully he gets healthy too. But uh, I think uh, I, I like in you know the moves they made and all that. They didn't went on to make. There was talks about like. You know, with Murray and all that, you know, I didn't think those things were true and all that. So I think they're in good spot. Hopefully we can get healthy enough. You know, Mitch Robinson should be coming back soon. Randall should be back, you know, maybe by the end of March. OG, you know, um, should be evaluated in like a week or two. So hopefully we get him back in, in early March and all that. And then we can see how this team really looks like and make this playoff push. So excited, you know, what this team looks like. And hopefully that could lead to something big in the offseason. I hate yeah. saying this, but I actually, I don't think I've ever thought I'd say this, but I kind of like y'all Knicks team this year. Like, I think it's a good team. Like, I think, I think if we're not going to, like if you're not going to get a superstar, mind. if you can't get the superstar, you might as well just like, all right, how do we just beat up teams? Yeah. If, that, if that's the way we got to win, we got to just, learn, we got to build a team that's just going to beat up on teams. That's I the only like way. The pieces they got in the trades they made. And it's like, I guess it's not like poison coming out of my mouth, but I, I like this Knicks team. I don't, I don't hate watching them. And I don't hate that they're successful at this point in time. I like, I like the pieces for sure. I'm going to hate it more next year. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. But it, yeah, I think real quick before we close out, uh, with the Miami Heat, man, I don't know, man. It's like, basically, bro, it's been the same ride every year, bro. Like, this team kind of treats it like just get there. Like, we get there and Jimmy will take care of the rest. It's kind of how he's been treating it, and it's kind of been true. I mean, he take care of the rest and gets us to nothing short of an Easter Conference Finals. Like, it's almost been like, just get there and watch us work, gets us to Easter Conference Finals. Don't even I matter what. Bit, I think it'll be a little bit tougher this year. I think Boston's a little bit better. Yeah, a uh, lot tougher this year. Yeah, I think it'll be – I don't know if it'll be a lot, honestly. I don't, I don't think – I, I honestly don't think you guys could just – Think go with that mindset, like, oh, we just get in the playoffs. Like, I think, I think you this can, though, because, like, I think in the first round, like, I think in the first round, bro, I think you're trying to be the seventh seed. Like, you, if you're Miami, you just don't want to play Boston right now. Then, if you go in the second round, the only other team you, like, I don't want to play is New York. Outside of that, you like any other matchup you get in a seven-game series because you've done it. You've beat them. You got, you've, you've made a statement that you got their number. Like you, yeah, you beat the Knicks last year, but
but the Knicks know they're better and they know they can do something special. This ain't like, oh, you've beat them multiple times in the playoffs. You have their number. You got the formula beating them. You beat them because they just wasn't good enough last year. It was a good team, not really good. They they really good, borderline trying to be great this year. So it's different. This Knicks team is better, and you and they play the same style of basketball, but they are better now. They're more they're the more talented team. So other than that, though, you have to feel comfortable. And I'm not saying Jimmy would be like, "Damn, I don't want to play the Knicks," but you know, when you evaluate who would I rather play, damn, this is gonna be a little bit tougher. I would have much rather Cleveland have beat New York in the first round because we match up better with Cleveland than we match up against New York. So I don't think it's going to be as tough because the East really ain't, it's really not as strong. A lot of people have come back down to earth, honestly. Like a lot of teams have come back down to earth. The injury bug slowed some things down for some teams or they came back down to earth and they're back playing a little bit better than you thought a regular basketball. So in the heat, no, like at the end of the day, they they have earned the right to feel like if we get in, we can get there. They've earned it by getting to the Easter Conference Finals, what, four times in the past five years, three, you know, getting to the finals twice in the past four years. Like, they've earned the right to feel like that. I just feel like that thought process is going to crumble at some point. Like, at some point, you're going to fail and get knocked, in, knocked out in the first round. And then now what? Like, now you have to answer questions. The same questions that you thought you might have had to answer last year coming into this offseason, you didn't. Because how do you really answer questions to a team that you just went to the finals with no Tyler Hero? Like, Tyler Hero didn't go, like, and maybe you don't feel like you win because of Tyler Hero, but you went without your second-best score, your 20-point-per-game guy. So if we run it back, we're going to be better. We went through the injuries and all that. So, yeah, I think, like, they've earned the right, but at some point it doesn't work. And when you get knocked out in the first round, like when they got knocked out in the first round against Milwaukee, you thought it was going to crumble, but then they bounced back and went to the Easter Conference Finals. You was like, okay, Miami still can make it push. Then last year they go to the finals. If it crumbles this year, Jimmy Butler going to be going on like 34, 35 years old now. Like the conversation changes. What is the trajectory of this team over the next two years? Like if we did, if we got knocked out in the first round, I expect these teams to only be better and add more. So like now we start to become in the we're not as competitive at the top. So you have to start making some moves and I'd rather make some moves early than make them too late when the value's high. So sometimes I wish we do get knocked down in the first round so we can actually have a con uh, Pat Riley can sit down and really evaluate this team and have an honest conversation. But I mean, when your team can just will their way to the Easter conference finals or NBA finals, like you can never be mad at that regardless of how much you're just kicking the, the can down the road of possibly destroying how good this roster is or how much success this team has. I don't want to say how good this roster is, but destroying how successful this team has been. At some point, you kind of just kicking the can down the road where Jimmy Butler won't be a heat. So that's the way I'm thinking for the rest of the season. I, we're going to trot our way in, probably make it in through the play-in. Just have to win one game. We'll go in as a seven or eight, only have to win one game. We'll win a game. We'll match up what we match up against. If we don't get knocked out in the first round, I think we get back to the conference finals. Like, I think it's conference finals or first round. I think if we win a playoff series, then that's telling you that the Heater, they're the, they're the team that we thought they could be in the playoffs. And so I don't see them losing in the second round. And then, yeah, I just think they could match up with a team who's just better in the Easter conference finals. But I don't think there's a lot of teams that are that much better than Miami when it comes down to a seven-game series. Just because of what the past few years have told me. But, yeah. I know, Jelani, you itching to go. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure you go check out Off the Ball podcast, anywhere you get your podcast. 
Follow him at Off The Ball Pod. Make sure you go check out what the game means to me. Anyway, you can get your podcast and go follow him on all his social medias. I appreciate y'all fellas for joining in and we will catch you on the next episode of Up In Flames.